Thank you for listening to the RGV podcast, an honest and sometimes funny commentary on the news, events, history, and daily life in the Rio Grande Valley. Hello, everybody. Uh, thank you for joining us on our uh, RGV podcast. This will be episode six. Uh, I'm your host, Max Singletary, and with me, as always, is Jerry Garza. What's going on, guys? My co-host. Uh, hey, Jerry, how's it going? Going good, man. You doing good? Yeah. All right. So, you want to get into the topics, Jerry? Let's get into it. I think we got a jam-packed show today. We got a jam-packed show. We fixed our audio problems. I hope. <laughs> if for, for all of y'all didn't watch our previous episode, um, we kind of had uh, issues with our audio. Our audio cut out our, our headphones. It was in and out. Yeah. In and out. It got, yeah. So, we've hopefully resolve the problem and uh yeah let's go into topic topic one and for the first topic we have solar eclipses one of my favorite uh what is it what was it a phenomenon or Phen- what, what do they say a it celestial is? phenomenon it's, yeah yeah i like i like i like uh now obviously you're not supposed to look directly at the sun but i like seen it with the glasses yeah they have the glasses um i saw them selling the glasses at uh gas station the stripes mm-hmm. so you know i was thinking about this the other day when they were talking about the solar eclipse and it was all over the the weather when you know when the weather comes on on channel four channel five and they talk about the solar eclipse because it's obviously part of the earth and all that stuff yeah how we're still so intrigued with the sky oh yeah we're still so primitive as a species oh, yeah, man. that we're still so intrigued with looking up and looking at something that, you know, obviously it's a r- rare occurrence. It yeah. doesn't happen every day, uh, but it's still rare yeah. enough that we're like, oh, wow. Well, it affects us as well, man. In what like, way? Like um, when you have the the full moon, that means like the... So then when people go out and they start getting crazy they sometimes. They go crazy, yeah. There's like a, there's, there's like a statistic or, or like... Something that says that the full moon brings out like rage in people, like the hospitals they get, they get full during full moons. That's so weird. It just like makes it makes us go kind of crazy. I don't know what it is. Maybe it's that's one of those things that science still can't figure out, huh? Because we probably would have figured it out by now to be like, hey man, the full moon is coming up. Take yeah. this pill, you'll be all right. You'll be all right. But we haven't figured that out yet. Mm-hmm. Mood swings. Yeah. And the moon also affects the water, man, the tides. Oh, yeah, the tides. It makes the, the, water, the water come up and the water go down. So, yeah, we're, we're affected by the celestial occurrences that, that happen. And then, like, every time there's, like, um, you know, the, the, the planets align and all that stuff. Did you ever see that? Yeah. They have, you have like, the, the visible planets, the Jupiter, the Venus, and the Mars, and they all align. They all look, yes, they're all straight. At- or they're, like, a triangle and... People kind of go crazy for that. I don't know. They, they, yeah, they like it. Well, not re- recently. Didn't we have like the bu- the blue moon, the the blood moon, the blood moon? Yeah, I don't know. I don't think there's... the blood moon was wasn't it like a couple years ago? I know we have several different types of moons. See, see. Um, well, yeah, the bl- the blood moon that it, that looks red because it's kind of low on the horizon, uh-huh. and it goes like visible light travels further when it's low and it turns red and but yeah it makes people go crazy so the solar eclipse it's gonna happen october 14th 
and the way the line is driven it's going to travel through san antonio and into the harlingen brownsville area so right in our line of sight then. right in our line of sight yeah but with our cold front i don't know i hope i hope the clouds go away but not really at least for a split second we could see something <laughs> Because I like the clouds, you know, they're yeah. kinda, it's kind of keeping the sun at bay. Mm-hmm. But if you are fortunate to be out on October 14th from 11 to 12 in the afternoon. Get some glasses, look some, up into the sky. Buy some glasses and you'll be able to see a solar eclipse. Solar eclipse. But don't. But do not look directly at it with your eyes because you could go blind. It'll ruin yeah. your vision. Yeah. What was the story about? Who was it, Columbus, that fooled the natives into thinking that it was, that he had the power to block the sun and stuff so they can give him food? That guy was such a con artist. Yeah, that's why it's no longer Columbus Day, it's Indigenous People's Day. No? On Monday, my wife was off from work because it was Columbus Day, so apparently... It's still on. It's still on. But I could say this. The more time passes, the more uh, I hear stories of why are we still celebrating this guy? This guy was a terrible human being. Yeah, he was. He was. But, well, you know, in the history books when I was little, those books that they would give us in school, they never portrayed him as anything. They celebrated him a lot. Anything other than an explorer. Look, I remember a certain, and I remember the, 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 it's like if they celebrated him so much. I remember a picture in one of my history books. Where he was like dressed obviously like Christopher Columbus. Him and his friends were there and they were giving like food to the natives. And they were getting sat down and they were eating. And I'm like, oh wow, so he was a cool guy, right? But it only took until I started working at the library and getting knowledge. And then there was a guy who used to work with me who was a history major. And that guy just told me, no, nah, man, this guy was a terrible human being. He gave being. you the red pill. Yeah. He was just telling me stories about what he would do and all these bad things. And I'm like, wow, I didn't know that. He goes, they didn't teach me that in school. He goes, yeah, man, this is stuff that they don't teach you at school. This is stuff that you got to learn when you're, you know, like a history major like me. I'm like, okay, bro, what, relax. But that's a different story. Then I looked it up in some of the books. And sure enough, he was right. Like, it's yeah. there. Well, I mean, they, they changed the history book. Didn't they get upset? With the history books that they called the the slaves, they called them passengers or something like that? Something like that. They called them passengers instead of, like, slaves. Yeah. I mean, you gotta, Revisionism. You, you gotta tell them, you gotta, you gotta educate the kids for what it was. Yeah. You can't, I don't know, they can't go through their life being kind of, like, misled. But at least not with Christopher Columbus. I know there's some people that go, no, we got to celebrate our history, good or bad. But look, he really did. First of all, he didn't discover America. He he really didn't. It was the Vikings, but they didn't really care about yeah. claiming anything. But uh, yeah, the guy was bad. And he brought so many diseases over here through the, to, the, to the natives. And it just ruined, you know, a lot of the, a lot of our, uh, what is it, our land and stuff like that? I mean, they were so peaceful. I mean, obviously, the, the tribes, they fought amongst each other, obviously, for land or here. But this guy just came and wiped everybody out. We'll see, but... Well... But that's, that's a different story Columbus. for us. We'll talk about that we'll talk about next it. year on Christopher Columbus Day. <laughs> on Columbus Day. Our Columbus Day special, if you want to hear about it. 
shoot us a comment. We might make a Christopher Columbus special. Yeah. So, uh, solar eclipse. McAllen Library is uh, supposedly giving out glasses, too, to kids. They are. And they for, sold out. For free? Or they were selling? They sold. I mean, they're not sold out. They ran out. They ran out. Yeah. Wow. But the Farm Memorial Library will have some that day. Oh, okay. Like to give out or to, to give out to borrow? No, to give out. The social media side of the Farm Memorial Library said that they were going to be uh, giving them out until supplies last. Until supplies last. Or you can check your local stripes. HEB, I think also I saw that Channel 5 said that HEB might have some. Didn't they say that you can use welding glasses or something like that? You might be able to do that too. I wouldn't doubt it because welding goggles are pretty dark. Yeah. Because you're basically shooting something brighter than the sun. Yeah, they have that thing where you look at it and it turns, it polarizes almost instantly. But anyways. Okay, so uh, we're moving on to topic number two. Delias tamales, Jerry. You like delias tamales? I used to. Uh, they gotten kind of greasy, kind of kind of mushy, but they're the you only, know they're the only game in town. I, the, I, I don't think there's a there's like small mom and pop restaurants that sell tamales. Yes, but not to the scale of delias. I got a señor that, that goes to my apartment complex and he knocks on every door, sending tamales and a coke combo. Oh really? Yeah. How many tamales? He sells you a dozen. A dozen? Yeah. That's his hustle. He comes in once a week. Pretty good combo. Yeah, it's a pretty good combo. But I'm never at home because I'm working. Oh. So if I'm there or my wife is there, if we have cash. You buy some? Yes. One time I didn't have cash and he said, I have cash app. Oh. So he's moving up. Moving so up. apparently he figured out a... I got other ways. Yeah. Unfortunately for him, I do not have cash app, but my wife does. And I go, bro, you would have been awesome if my wife was here because she'd been wanting to eat, try the tamales that he sells. Because mm-hmm. I tried it one time. I did have money at one time. And they were pretty good. But, yeah, mm-hmm. the Delias, is our, they monopolize the Valley's tamales. So they, they, they really did take over the game here in the Valley. Yeah. So they're in the news because they're going to build a $15 million production factory in San Juan. It's a pretty big investment. That's going to bring some jobs. Yeah, it's going to be a lot of tamales. 77,421 square foot facility. In San Juan? In San Juan. Where in San Juan? Mm. Well, there's their store in San Juan is on Norlana and... So it might be near there? There's, there's room over there. So. Oh, yeah, there's a lot so, of yeah, room. So it might be over there then. Yeah. They probably bought that land. Probably. When they bought next, that store. Next... It's probably the land next to the, yeah. the, the, what is it called? The the trucking company, the Spirit Trucking Company. Yes, yes, around there. It's all field there. Mm-hmm. So, I'm guessing 77,421 tamale producing gigafactory, like, it's a, it's like not, Elon Musk. Is it a gigafactory? Don't lie. I've seen the gigafactory. Is it big? Ginormous. I'm... And the windows, it's like, it looks like a big T, like for Tesla. Mm -hmm. It's like straight up Elon Musk, man. It's his style. It's ginormous. It's a big factory. Mm -hmm. Speaking of that, so remember a couple of episodes we were talking about SpaceX and a lady broke in? Yeah. So I actually looked up onto SpaceX and I was looking at their satellite view. They actually got bigger than I thought. They actually did expand since they talked to Jay Leno. 
So how she got in, I, I don't know now. Well, it said that she was in a restricted area. So she must have fooled a couple of people to let her in. Mm-hmm. But, but the, the people, the citizens there in Boca Chica Beach, they hate it. Yeah. They no, hate him. That so I do not. That he's always closing the road on him. <laughs> for his launch, For his launches. But that's besides the point. Right now we're talking about Delia's Tamales <laughs> and, and their gigafactory of tamales and how they're monopolizing the game. They, they, for the good or for the bad? They are. No. And have you ever bought tamales from there? Yes. They get really strict when it comes to like the line for the drive-thru. Mm-hmm. They have a security guard over yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. No, I know. I live in McAllen and when I pass by the, the McAllen one, yeah. they, got a, they got a police officer. They, yeah, they got, they got a guy and... One time, I kind of like came in through the side instead of through the front of the store, and he thought I was cutting in line, and he made like a big deal, man. What's your favorite de lista, Mali? The the regular, I don't know, regular pork. You don't try the chicken and cheese? No, I don't try the chicken and cheese. That's that's the one that my wife likes to get: chicken and cheese. Chicken and cheese. No, I just get the regular one. Got a. Expand your expand horizons, expand yeah. your palate. Yeah, man. Come on, man. No. Pork. What are you like? That's, that's just ma- That's just basic, right there. That's basic. Yeah, I'm a simple man. Oh, I mean, I'd eat a chicken one. I wouldn't. I, I'm not gonna lie. I, I wouldn't say no to a chicken one. But I'm old school. Have you ever eaten the the menudo from there? No, I have also. So one time, around this time of weather, I was like, you know what? I feel like eating menudo. My wife goes, you know what? I feel like eating tamales. And I go, let's just go to Delia's. I think they have menudo there. Sure enough, we went. The menudo was really good. There was a lady right behind me making tortillas. She said, hey, you want some tortillas? I'm making some. I'm like, sure. They're on the house. Orale. Man, it was so good. I'm getting hungry. Yeah, because they have a restaurant in there, right? Yes. They have a, a big, like a they have a big drive-thru window and they have like everything set up for a drive-thru, but... You could sit in there. But you, you could, could sit eat. in there and yeah. eat. It's like a restaurant. I wonder if this factory is going to have a restaurant. It doesn't say. I mean, it's just... I don't know. Well, she cornered the market, man. You gotta, yeah. I wonder if like the actual Delia is still alive. I don't know. Well, if she is, may she rest in peace. If she's they're, not, they're, I'm glad you're listening to our podcast. Their family their family's set for life, man. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And she's a very famous uh, lady, Delia. She's probably the most famous Delia. In the valley. In the valley. Second famous Delia, my aunt Delia. But she's the the famous Delia. The super famous. The super famous Delia and her tamales. H-E-B tamales has pretty good tamales too, though. Well, yeah. But you have to get them, like, as soon as they make them, because after a while they start getting kind of, like dry the art of the tamal making is is disappearing here it is disappearing it's not being passed down everybody just goes to delias i'm not not placing blame on anybody man because right now both both men and women have to work it's because it's a difficult thing to make it's very time consuming time consuming and there's like a lot of steps to go through there's a lot of work yes to need the masa exactly so I can understand why people just go buy it. Mm-hmm. And now, 
Because Adelia, it's not just a seasonal thing, which we used to have it here in the valley. That's true. It would always just be winter time, you know, fall, winter, it's tamales season, you know. Yeah, tamales and even Now you could get tamales in the middle of summer when it's 100 degrees. Along with your Along menudo. with my menudo. Está bien caliente, pero me como este sopita. There's a lot of TikToks about that, right? That it's yeah. 105. And it's 105. Your mom is making caldo. Making caldo. You know. God bless my mother, but she did that to me this past, oh, like, like about a month ago. It was like 150 degrees outside, and she just made caldo. And you're eating it. And I'm eating it. Yérvelo otra vez. Yeah. <laughs> I saw that one. <laughs> Yérvelo otra vez. Yérvelo otra vez. Doña. Doña, yes. It's funny TikTok. He says bad words, but I don't want to say bad words, but he says bad words. Like, Yérvelo otra vez. Like, boil it again. <laughs> He loves it so much that he needs to boil it again. Hilarious. So, uh, I, I mean, it's a factory. I don't know. Are you going to be able to, it's going to have like a drive-up window? If it's a factory, I'm, I'm assuming that they're just going to send these out straight to the Delias. Ah, uh, okay. Or what they could do now. A sausage San Manuel situation. So, yes. Or. <laughs> Why did he try to make me laugh? Anyway. <laughs> Or they'll, you know what? A lot of these little like little bakeries where they sell the little sweets at corner stores. Oh, okay, if it's yeah. a factory, they might start taking these to corner stores, and selling them through there, also. So you cannot not only buy it in Delias, well, you start buying it like at Stripes or well, there, I mean, gas stations. With this factory, there'll be plenty of places to yeah, go around. Exactly. So, well, we'll see how it goes. We'll give you all an update. <laughs> On the tamale, on the tamale situation, tamale gate. Uh, so we got that joke of the day, Jerry, or do you want to do uh, daily affirmations? Nah, you know what? Let's go to daily affirmation because I know this that joke of the day is gonna be the bomb. Yeah, or bomb. The bomb or bomb. All right, daily affirmation. This comes from Emily Torres on the Good Trade website. I'm gonna give credit. This one says, I am worthy of investing in myself. I am worthy of investing in myself. Treat yourself, basically. Yes, especially now. Not a lot, not a lot. Don't Just overdo it. Every once Relax. In a while, once in a while, you know, you want to watch or, or you want. Okay, you want to watch, buy a watch, but don't go out there. If you can't afford a Rolex, don't buy a no, Rolex. No, no Rolex. I'm talking about like a... One of those calculator Casio watches. Hey, those are coming back in style. I know they Don't are. diss those things. No, no. People actually want those. I want I one of those. Those cost like 85 bucks. Actually, not that much. I remember in elementary school, I wanted a watch that had a transformer in it. I remember I wanted a watch of the Ninja Turtles, I believe. And they, they had them at Burger King. As part of the their, combo? Their combo. And we went there every week. And I try to get every single color of each Ninja Turtle. I want to say it was Ninja Turtles. I hope I'm right. This was such a long time ago. But I want to say I got like two or three colors. I want to say I got Donatello, Michelangelo, and Raphael. I don't think I got the blue one, the actual Leonardo, because actually my favorite color is blue. I don't think we got the blue one. Hmm. Well, treat yourself, but don't overdo it. Yes. Like Jerry says. Just buy yourself. I don't know. Whatever you want, but... Not too expensive. Yeah, don't go for the Rolex. Just get a watch. Get a, a G-Shock. What is it called? 
Yeah, G Shock. G Shock. 100 bucks. 100 bucks. Does it all? Does it all. Looks cool. Everybody wears them. Everybody likes them. They last forever. Not saying Rolex don't, but they also cost a lot to maintain. Jerry knows a lot about watches. I do. Gotta say that. I have a few watches in my collection. He has a a firm knowledge of 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 watches. The the terminology for watches or in the watch history is horology. What? Don't bleep it out. It's called horology. Horology? It's H-O-R. Oh. Ology. Ology. Yeah. And that's, yes, the first time I heard it, I was like, excuse me, uh, why did they, they why is this guy did not get uh, censored? censored? But no, that's the name of it. Hmm. But yes, Rolex. Rolex. uh, It's very well known that they're the brand to get when you make it, but they do not make the best watches, Hmm. which I did not know that until I started getting into horology. Okay. All right. Well, let's move on to topic five here. All right. I mean, topic three, I'm sorry. If you want to know about horology, just let shoot me. I'll, I'll make an episode by myself. Yeah. Jerry will make an eight-hour episode. So, McDonald's is introducing their boo buckets. The boo buckets. They're are, back? Boo buckets are back. Oh, man. I got a pumpkin one last year. I wasn't able to get any last year. Man, you missed out. I missed out. And I have kids. Uh, people that get those boo buckets, they don't have kids. You're a terrible father. Exactly. I have a, I have a feeling. I got a boo bucket. And I don't the, have anybody. I have a feeling those employees take those buckets and sell them. On the secondary market? On the, yeah. They're selling them on StockX for 50 bucks. Yeah. They're selling them out, out here because... I mean, it, You're going to go on Facebook Marketplace and it's going to be going for for $45 for the for the pumpkin for and the 50 set. for the glow-in-the-dark ghost one. For the set, yeah. Are they still glow-in-the-dark? I don't know. My, my pumpkin was too many chemicals in that. Probably not. Yeah. I saw an orange pumpkin one, and then it's a purple one, and then it's a green one. I guess for Frankenstein? Yes. And then a witch is purple. The Yeah. And then the pumpkin. So no, that, not the white one, not the ghost one. Well, the picture that I saw only had those three. Oh, okay. So I don't, I don't think they do the white one. The white one's the one that's glow in the dark. Yeah. So hopefully, good luck. Good luck trying to get your boo buckets. Um, did you try the Mambo's house? Yes, I did. Uh, that's a pretty bad transition, Mike. But yes, I did. <laughs> <laughs> so Mike wanted to talk about well, McDonald's and the boo buckets, but he didn't say that he wanted to try the, the chicken nuggies with the with the Mambo sauce. Well, the- now now my my no, my mind is thinking McDonald's. I'm thinking no, the the, the sauces. We were talking about reviewing the sauces. We were talking about it, and uh, I I tried the nuggies with the mambo sauce, and I don't know what the other one was called. It was like a sweet and sour. It was a, the sweet and sour. Yeah. Was it sweet and sour or sweet and spicy jam? It's sweet and spicy. Sweet and spicy, right? Sweet and spicy jam, you're right. So my, you know, my verdict on it is the, the what is it called, mambo? The mambo one. So that one was too spicy for me, but it had a an okay taste. It almost gave me like that one was sweet too at the beginning. Yes, and it almost gave me almost like vibes of like the the spicy ketchup from from Waterburger vibes. Not exactly like it. Mm. It wanted to give me that. The other one because the heat came at the end. Yes, the other one I didn't taste anything. No, no, I didn't. And now every single time I would go, this is too spicy with a mambo jam. 
the mambo uh, dip. Then we go to the, the sweet, uh, sweet and spicy one. Mm. I didn't get anything out of it. Well, for me, the sweet and spicy jam was too thick. I didn't like it because it was too thick. You would dip the nugget and the nugget would come out dry. Mm-hmm. You kind of like had to like smear. It. Yeah, that's exactly what I had to do that's on that one. Thick. Also, maybe you had to like almost like dip it. Yeah, like yeah. dip it, like scoop it smear out. Smear it. Yeah, like scoop like when it you're out. eating Fritos and you're dipping, you're, you're you're getting the dip out. Yeah. And uh, it just tasted like General Chow. Yeah. Sauce. General Joe, General Chow. Yeah. So I don't really recommend them. Stick with your old reliable if you like barbecue or well, sweet and sour. Well, limited time, so like, yeah, it's well, a limited time. And I, you know what? They might be trying it for a limited time to see uh, do people like it or not. And we might make it like a, you know, a regular McDonald's really doesn't do that, but you never know. But yeah, I wasn't really really feeling any were, of those. You weren't impressed. Nah, I was like, man, I should have just gotten a barbecue. Well, I like the mambo sauce more than I did the sweet and spicy jam. I like the heat. Yeah, the yeah, like if you gave me the choice, which one would you rather choose? I would choose the heat. Yeah, I'll do the mumble. And there's also a rumbling of the McGrib farewell tour. That was last year, Mike. No, it's they're gonna do it again. Why are they again? doing farewell tours two years in a row? I don't know. All I know is that November fifteenth. I did hear that there was gonna come back. And it's only in select restaurants. And whoever. Was trying to get a, the McDonald's manager from, from McAllen to, to say something, and he just said, "I can neither confirm nor deny." So it's like a top secret type of situation. Look, people that know me know I'm like a big McRib fan. Look, you can send me those videos, Jerry. Look how they make the McRib, and it's like a, a rib looking meat consistency of like dog food. I don't care. Yeah, it's like a meat hose. I'm still gonna eat it. They're pump, I, pumping out meat. Homes. If you're telling me, look how look how they make uh, the McRibs, dude. Look how they make McDonald's, dude. Look how they make Burger King. I don't care. I'm still gonna eat it. This food is obviously not good for you. They put it into a mold. Yeah, it's yeah. in a mold, and look, and then they and they I don't know what they do. They fry it or they put it something on, on top of the griller. Yeah, they cook it and then they freeze dry it. And then they and then they put it in and they dip it in the barbecue sauce. Yeah. To, I don't. I guess it's because I like the barbecue sauce, baby, with the raw onions. To me, that's just heaven. With that bun, man, I could eat. Back in the day, when I was like 20, 19, I could eat two of those, three of those. Mm-hmm. I tried to do that last year because I was so happy because it was a fair roll too. I was like, let me get as many as possible. Would you like the second sandwich for a dollar? Yes. No. You know what? I started denying it because I just couldn't finish it. <laughs> I was just like, nah, let me just get one and I'll be happy with that. Oh, well, those were the days, Jerry. Gone when I could days. eat a triple meat, triple cheese, or like two McRibs and you know double cheeseburgers and all for large Coke and a large, no, I can't do that no more. If mm-hmm. I do that, like I'm legit not gonna be able to walk or get up or anything. I'm gonna just faint, high blood pressure, man, right there and then. Yeah. All right, so we're gonna move on to the dead joke of the day. I'm ready. You ready, Jerry? Yes. Okay, please use these responsibly. How many tickles does it take to make an octopus laugh? I don't know. How many tickles does it take? Ten, Jerry. Ten oh, tickles. Ten tickles. Ten tickles. Biscuit, you know what? That was an all right one. Ten tickles. Uh, please use these jokes responsibly. Ten tickles. Ten tickles. <laughs> To play on words, Jerry. 
So, being as I were in the Halloween, Halloween frame of mind, <laughs> we're we're gonna go. Did you know there was a UFO incident in Edinburgh, Germany? What UFO? UFO. When when did this happen? Alien. It happened in 1966. Oh, no wonder I didn't know about it. In the in the the month uh, of October, November. Oh man. Exact date unknown. So. So today we could like we're it's we're in October right now. Our episode is in October. We could actually be talking it on the day. Who knows? On the day of today, it could have actually happened. So, in October or November of 1966, uh, the deputy sheriff at the time received a phone call at around midnight from the dispatcher. I don't want to say names because I don't want to get in any sort of legal trouble. Uh, said that someone had called to report a group of disturbed men standing alongside Farm to Market Highway 490 north of Edinburgh. So these eight men were digging a gravel pit uh, for a company out of North Texas. They were greatly agitated, yelling and screaming for help. And a motorist saw them and then drove to the nearby truck stop where he used the phone to call the sheriff. Because back then there was no cell phones. Mm-hmm. Okay, so uh, basically it just says uh, that the pits were being dug out. The men were all Anglo, which means they were white folks. It wasn't too uncommon back in the day here in the yeah, valley? Yeah, no, they were roughneck types, it says. Mm-hmm. And they told them the story. They had been frightened and later were taken to the sheriff's office so the workers told those workers told the deputies of having seen bright lights in the sky and of hearing a loud humming or throbbing sound they also experienced strong winds on an otherwise calm night and they saw flames shooting down out of the sky presumably from one of the ufos um the beam of fire, it says, set ablaze all the surrounding area, including their vehicles and their mobile homes. So this is not just like a, no, a not, sighting. This is, this, is a whole, this is an interaction. Yes, this is a whole interaction. Like, yeah. Wow. So they set it ablaze, and these, these guys were, were scared. So other people, other citizens they, in the area, they uh, reported seeing a cigar-shaped object hovering over a field. Cigar-shaped object. Yeah. That keeps in line with what we usually, t- they talk about now, where now they're not just like flying discs, like we right. see that stuff now. Right. So firefighters eventually arrived at the scene. By the time they got there, the flames had mostly died out. Uh, yeah, they, the, 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 the deputies, they, they found everything, including the crew's sleeping quarters, destroyed by fire. And this is from the Edinburgh website of their, um, you know, they have like a cultural arts website. Mm-hmm. Well, no, this is there. So, yeah, it goes on to say that uh, after after this incident, uh, army army people went to go visit the the, the people that uh, that lived in that area. Of course they did. The... And so it, when did Roswell hit? 42. 42. So this was, yeah, a few years after. Yeah. 
Like decades after. Mm-hmm. 20 years after. Well, you know what? I heard this. I read this. And I also heard another story about this same incident. And it said that those workers were shooting at the object. They got scared and they were shooting at it. They were antagonizing it. Is that maybe why it set everything up a blaze? That's why. It's retaliation. That's what I think. It doesn't say in the story here that yeah. they were that they were violent towards whatever was floating up there. But I mean, what other reason would it be to, to just so that tells you guys if you see an UFO, don't, don't shoot, shoot at don't it. Shoot I know it. we're in Texas. I know we love our guns. Everybody has their guns. Ooh, well, these guys don't shoot at it, something you don't know because it might just shoot <laughs> back, and you might not like what you get, what comes back, especially something you don't know. Supposedly, these guys, the next day, they ran out of town. They they left. They left like immediately. They didn't want anything to do with the valley after that. Nope. So. So this happened at Farm to Market Road 409, approximately four miles west of U.S. Highway 281, just north of Edinburgh, Texas. And they say that for years after, nothing would grow in that area where the fire like destroyed the. So the that truck. fire had some type of biological chemical that <laughs> had some sort that of, just killed some sort of radiation. Radiation then. Yeah. So that just killed anything that wanted to grow there yep. for a good long time. They didn't see any graves or anything like that. They just saw the ships. Ships? Because it said one of them. Yeah, man. I don't, I don't know. Well, look. We really haven't seen anything of, or heard of anything of that sort happening again. So maybe them shooting at the gun kind of made these aliens go, you know what? We're not going to do that ever again because we don't want to get shot at and do something like that. And we're really going to blow our cover. Right? But Let's at see. the same time. You know they're there. You know they're watching us. They know like, we're yeah. not going to be able to do anything to them. I mean, I don't know. There's, they're, I'm pretty sure their technology is out of this world. They're a few thousand years ahead of us in terms of technology. So, so yeah, it's kind of a, it's pretty cool to find that there was a UFO. They called it an incident. UFO incident. Of course, they would call it an incident. They didn't call it like... You know, like the Roswell crash or... No. Or anything it, like that. It didn't make uh, world news. No. It was just local RGV. No, they, they buried it. Yeah. It got, obviously, they would bury something like that. Mike, come on. But they always bring it up because of the Edinburgh UFO Festival. Edinburgh has a UFO festival. Ah, yes, I do. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yes, 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 yes. No, I remember they had one not too long ago. Yeah, they're, 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 their city provides like a... They have good guests too. They that Walter uh, Walton, Sam Walton, the guy that was um, abducted. Oh, okay. They, they based that movie Fire in the Sky from. Yeah, it's a good movie. So, now he's saying that. For a long time, they're saying that he was abducted and he was being like tested on. Now he's kind of like switching his story, and then he's he's saying that. He was injured because of the UFO, and they brought him in to help him, to cure him. So all the things that they did to him were to help him out. Were to help him, you know, to keep him from dying, because he was like burned with like the radiation and stuff. I wonder if they put a gun to his head to say that saying, "Hey, we're not bad guys here." But that movie, I like that movie. That movie was really good. You know, the graphics. 
were pretty good too. Yeah, no, Fire in the Sky was a pretty good movie. It's yeah. one, one an all time favorite if you like extraterrestrial type of stuff like that. That he sees the Greys hanging on the wall and he turns it around and it's like a spacesuit. Oh yeah. So yeah, it was a good movie. I liked it. So Jerry, that concludes our our episode. It was really jam packed. I wasn't lying. It was jam packed of topics. So hopefully you all enjoyed it. And um, follow us on our social media. Leave us a comment. Like, comment, a, a subscribe. Like, subscribe. We're on all platforms now. Apple. We're on iTunes. I, iTunes Amazon, Amazon. Spotify. Spotify. Maybe know. one day YouTube. Yeah. We're on I mean, I think we got the YouTube channel. But we just haven't uploaded anything yet. Yes. Uh, we, we're on Google Google Podcasts, but that's going to switch over to a YouTube-type platform. That's what that's the news I got. There you go, guys. So our, our X account, our Twitter, X, former Twitter, is the RGB Pod. Our Facebook is at the RGB Podcast, and our Instagram is at the RGB Podcast. So we hope you liked our episode, and thank you all for listening. See you guys next week. See you guys next week. Thank you.